what we're doing with a lot of our clients that are in the education sphere is everything that they're talking about is introducing kids to the real world earlier, mm-hmm. right? right? Like tying everything that they learn in the classroom to its uh, ramifications in the real world, in a market economy, understanding what, like how a dollar works and how yeah. jobs work. Which is like, obviously, like it, why it are seemed, we, why yeah, yeah. Like Well, when not, you're an adult seems, and you're in the marketplace, you're like, you're like why oh. didn't anyone tell me this? <laughs> why didn't anyone ever tell me like how credit works or yeah, how to like, like why do we not learn that open stuff? Open a bank account or write a check. Like no one tells like you. actual that. practical right. things and, that you're gonna be using in your real life. <laughs> yeah, and it's messed up, it's backwards to me. And so it's like, if education isn't designed to prepare us for life as an adult operating in an economy, then what is it for? You know what I mean? Are you guys ready for the intro? Podcast go. Yeah, it's totally ready. Here we go. Hi, my name's Jed. Welcome to the Votary Podcast. Oh, because it's school? This is awful. I hate you. I'm upset. Oh, I don't know it. I don't even have the headphones on and I can hear it. I'm having terrible flashbacks. <laughs> like a stutter when we both are doing <laughs> Can you hear that? That song just makes me think of being very warm. Why were you warm? And sweaty. Because graduations are always very hot. Well, Did my you? high school graduation was inside and then my college one was outside. Did you cry at graduation? No, I almost passed out. <laughs> Didn't that remind you <laughs> almost of... Not kidding. I almost did a spit take. Didn't that song remind you of the level of education that you may or may not have? <laughs> exactly Great. what it reminded me of. Great segue, Cody. <laughs> I just felt like that was appropriate. That's pretty good. And I feel like I'll kick it over to Berlin to uh, introduce the topic. I mean, I was just going to introduce the topic by asking you, Cody... Did you actually? I was gonna kick it back to you. I really was. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna Let's ask circle you. back on this topic. Somebody actually said circle back in an email to me, and I was like, It's happened. <laughs> There's a fly in my iced coffee. This has gone completely off topic already. No, this Cody. is how all our podcasts What are. is on topic? Cody, did you go to college? Your mom went to college? Mm. Uh. Yeah, I did go to college. Yeah? Yep. For Where's like my camera? Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> zoom in on me. <laughs> Where's Jamin's camera? That's a 30, that's 18 to 35. There is no more zoom. Can you zoom in? No. No. Oh, don't Just carry it. the whole tripod. You can just do a zoom in and post. We can zoom in on that one. You can do a... Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Why? Did you need, Did you have a moment? Pretend. Oh, it's like a gym moment where like someone uh-huh. says something stupid or a funny joke. Because like, you had made a, your mom joke. Yeah. And so when that happened, like I was I like... Like two oh. hours ago. Just do it right there. <laughs> you can zoom in on that. And then it just won't be a... Those were always the best zoom. gym moments where he would make a face and then they would have to explain it for 30 minutes after. <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, did I go to college? Yes. Did Why you? do you ask? 
Why do I ask? Because I've noticed at Votary, everyone has like a different education level. What? (laughs) I thought that Votary did a very particular screening on having everyone completed the same amount of schooling so that we all understand the same concepts. (laughs) And <laughs> disciplines, and I like how you're you're sounding more <laughs> like a child. <laughs> I actually think Jed purposely hires people who didn't go to college. Uh, Whoa, we're gonna have to bleep that one out. That's it. <laughs> I think it's intentional. He's like college. Who needs it? Well, actually, I would agree with you. I think that there's a lot to this topic, which is why I think it's worth. A podcast discussion. Whoa. So what would you like to do? You want to go around the table and everyone share what? Introduce their education. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. List their credentials. We'll start with Jamin. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Jamin, what are you? I, <laughs> what are my credentials or what am I? <laughs> what are you, Jamin? Both. Okay, well, um, I guess I'm a man. Uh, I'm a human. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And um, trying to be a filmmaker. Awesome. <laughs> and did you, what's your level of education? Oh, a lot. Oh, yeah? Self education. Self education. That's go. pretty there cool. There we go. School what does that mean? Hard knocks. Yeah, I've lived a lot of lives. The YouTube school. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I, uh, I'm all self taught except for <laughs> internships and. Um, and the good old internet. Nice. Internet. And courses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Took in some, take it. Took in? <laughs> there it is. That's the self-education coming out. I've taken some online courses. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to college, but online. <laughs> I mean, that was all of 2020 for a lot of college students. This is That's true. facts. Yeah. All of it was online. Tori? Um, I have an associate's degree and a bachelor's degree. In film and video communications, film and video. Woo. And what are you? Uh, what am I? A filmmaker, an editor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a many things. Yes. Wimble. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I say it. That's that just brought him back. He's to a wimble dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start with what am I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to be here. Ooh. Um, I have one full year of a, I have a quarter of a bachelor's degree. I went mm. to college for uh, freshman year only before deciding it wasn't for me. Um, and then I did a two year uh, film program at Boston University. Mm. Um but I don't even know. I think it's like a certificate, not like an associate's degree. And I didn't even attend the graduation ceremony. Um, How do you even know that song then? <laughs> I I have a lot of like educated friends that like showed me the song. Yeah. And um, so I don't I don't even have like a piece of paper that even says I have that that certificate or whatever. It just wasn't anything that I cared about. I went there to learn how to make films and I felt like I got what I needed out of that. And then I have a couple other certificates and things that I've done. Um, you, know, you know anything about drones? <clears throat> I do. Um, I, I do have the drone license. Uh, I am a certified technology specialist. 
which is a, a uh, certification that I had to get at my old job. That's hot. Um, <laughs> are we are we going to start listing certifications? Because I, I mean, have a few of those. These are these are just the things that I would say are education adjacent. Oh, I'm not certified um, in anything anymore. I used to be lifeguard certified. But certified badass. <laughs> oh, hey. um, language. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. Nice. No, I don't have any kind of formal degrees. I have You're fired. I have an associate's <laughs> degree in photojournalism. I take pictures, and I am tall. That's <laughs> <laughs> tall, tall, tall. Like height? Yeah, I'm taller have you than met you. Me? I'm still tall. Okay. <clears throat> so now that we've, um, you know, all gone around and shared. Our yeah. education levels. That's yeah. the podcast. Let's start talking about <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Let's get into the opinions. Tune in next week and we'll all say what our favorite color is. Whoa. Um, yellow. Give us your prompt. Give us what's the heart of, of this question. You notice that there's disparate levels of education in the company? Doesn't matter. Well, I noticed with like America and the world today that like college is being pushed on like high school students and they're getting into thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt mm -hmm. and getting a job in a completely different field. And it's just like, does, do you need a college education for like certain yeah. jobs like filmmaking? Do you need a college education for filmmaking, Jamin? Mm, is this just, just do say I say no, you don't have a, do I say my blanket? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Tory Weeks. Oh, <laughs> this is just go around the just, table and this get is, Oh gosh, answers. I missed Mike already. I have a no, nuanced Let's answer, stick on me for a second. Oh. Yeah, let's stay on me. Let's stay on James. <laughs> let's get my camera on me. <laughs> um, waiting for the editor to cut to Jamin. When we, when we start talking. <laughs> <laughs> just don't actually put it on Jamin. <laughs> it pans to Cody. <laughs> No, seriously, you can you can cut the Jamin now. <laughs> um, I totally agree with you. I think that it it is at, at a minimum it should start with just more options for kids out of high school and not so much pressure. That's what how I feel that there should be more time given for kids to kind of just walk a little bit, just be maybe like go on trips, go um, experience more of the world to yeah. be able to just get a sense of like, what do I want to invest into? Because yeah. there should probably be some sort of investment, right? Like school is supposed to be an investment so that you reap rewards later on. But a lot of people are not experiencing the rewards, you know, the, the, the growth that's supposed to happen from the seeds that you plant during college at least in terms of an education and practical skills that are going to earn you money, right? Yeah. So I think that there's definitely like a need for not so much emphasis, like you're saying, mm -hmm. um, and more options uh, that are cost effective. That's, that's yeah. I think, a, a kind of a, a baseline in terms of getting out of high school. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think community college is like a great thing because it's cheap and it's it's just like, they have a lot of more options. Well, you I get to do, you get to do like your, 
the baseline. You can stuff get a lot you, done. You usually have to do anyways. Like you're gonna in the first two years of your schooling, you have to do like the baseline that everyone has to do. The yeah. gen eds. Yeah, the gen eds, and it's a lot cheaper to do that at a community college, and you don't have to like decide right then and there. Like totally, this is my degree. I have to go and try and go towards this and I don't even really know if that's what I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think community college is like a great option. That's, wh that's why I did it because it was cheaper and you still get to do all the stuff. It, it still leads into something like yeah, it's, it, it does. It's not a dead end. Yeah. Like you're it, not like, oh, I've doors. chosen this two year path and I can't go anywhere else after that. Yeah. It's you choose that two year path and then you can take it to a four year if you want or yeah. you can not. Where I'm from my, uh, the town that I'm from in Montana has a really cool program for um, high schoolers where they can do dual, dual mm -hmm. um, classes or what I did take that? like um, high school classes that are that counting for yep. yeah college yeah. credits. My high school had that too. I, yeah, AP classes. Is that out there? Okay. I took classes at my community college and at my high school my senior year. Mm -hmm. So they let me like dual enrollment was what I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was. Okay. It's really useful. And because I was in high school, it was free. My siblings have been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. If the question is, do you need to go to college to be a filmmaker? That's a very different question oh, than yeah. do you need to go to college? Period. Yeah. Um, my answer to both would be a hard no. <laughs> That's uh, a very different answer. So different yeah. it's a different question, <laughs> but, but there's, you know, we could delve in. We have time. We can delve into both. Yeah. But here's what I would say. My Here's my overall view of it. I think that, you know, a generation before us and definitely two generations before us was a very different landscape as it related to higher education. So it used to be that most jobs, most of the workforce in this country was blue collar. You worked in manufacturing, you worked in agriculture, like mm -hmm. there was just a lot yeah. more what you would call low skill, low education jobs that built that made up the most most of the workforce. Therefore, if you were able to afford a college degree, which was not a given because it wasn't as propped up by the federal government as it is now, um, and then you were able to get educated and learn a higher skill set to do something more white collar, that you automatically were set apart from the rest of the workforce um, as that degree really meant something because you, you were one of the few that had that degree and therefore you were one of the few qualified people for that higher paying yeah. job. Um, so it became kind of built in, baked into the American dream. You gotta do, you gotta work hard through high school because if you work hard enough, um, and you save enough money and all you do all the things you need to do, that's the gateway to college and college is the gateway to an amazing career. Right. And it's, a, and it, it was a, it was a kind of a guaranteed thing. Um, and that was pretty much true even for like our parents' generation, those who were probably in like their, you know, 40 to 60 age range. Like my parents went to college, um, and my dad got uh, an accounting and finance degree and he ultimately started a business and whatever. But, um, it was still like, pretty much a reality that a degree meant a good paying job. I would say at least in my lifetime, I don't know if that's ever been true. Mm. Like not only has the pool of people that go to college, the you, I don't want to make this sound bad. Like I think access to education is, is important um, right. and necessary. Like I think that everybody should have equal opportunity to go to college, but because it became watered down, saturated when, mm. when, the more people 
that go to college and get a degree, the less valuable that degree is. Um, and that combined with the insane increase in cost of college, it just year to year compounds. Um, to me, I don't know how you could argue that it's a financially viable option anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the the system, I think there's a lot of financial corruption and and motivation for colleges and high schools to push you down that path mm-hmm. um, that are not necessarily aligned with the best interest of the student yeah. mm-hmm. oh, and their yeah. future. So <laughs> I think that um, there's a lot of money to be made <laughs> by, by putting people into that machine yeah. and not caring about the fact that they are burying themselves under tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to get a piece of paper that ultimately means nothing. Yeah. It does not equate to a job anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's certain things, certain career paths that it's non-negotiable. If mm-hmm. you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a, a dentist, if you, you know, <laughs> if you want to be a lawyer, there's certain things that require Professor, lots of, yeah, lots of education. Um, and now I would say that there's probably room for those models to even be shaken up a little bit. I mean, there a lot of people that could be really interesting. A lot, a lot of like my opinion is that it actually shouldn't be, um, it should be inexpensive to become a doctor or a lawyer or one of these, these professions that we heavily rely on, especially doctors. Mm -hmm. I think it should be inexpensive, but I think it should be hard. Like the oh, bar yeah. should be very, very high, yeah. right? Yeah. We, um, anyways, that's you a whole. You want good doctors. So wait, right. Tori, is there anything you think you got out of like getting a four, I mean, you got a bachelor's degree, getting a bachelor's degree that like oh, is yeah. worth the debt? Well, I mean, see, it's hard in my case because like, well, I almost didn't go back to school, but I'm glad that I did because it's gotten me to right. where I am now. So it's like, mm-hmm. And I think it did, obviously, I think I learned stuff, but I think the biggest benefit I got out of going to school was just the experience and the, the people that I met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the major selling point now, yeah. is that you're selling people on the experience. You're going to go out, you're going to find out who you are as a person. You're going to kind of take, for the first time, ownership of your life, live on yeah. your own. Like, all of that is, like, appealing to an 18-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's something that I'm super grateful for is that I, my parents made sure I understood the financial part of it and, mm-hmm. and the gravity of that decision uh, and the ramifications of debt and all of that. And I don't think that there's enough of that. Like when I was in high school, I grew up in a very um, upper middle class, like aff- affluent school system. It was just like mom and dad, if you can't afford college, like mom and dad are going to pay for it anyways, or you know what I mean? Like, and it was just, mm-hmm. that was just the expectation of everyone I went to school with. And my parents made sure I didn't, fall into that mindset. Um, and that's cool. Yeah. And so I'm very grateful for that. And I don't, I'm not knocking college and people who go, I think I'm knocking it. College is dumb. (laughs) Well, I would say I I maybe am. I can see both sides. I'm knocking the college system. Like, I don't think it's right. I think it's broken. Yeah. Um, I think education is, there's no arguing how valuable it is. I just think that education can take so many different forms and that, it should take the form for you that you need it to take. 
right? Yeah, like more emphasis needs to be put on finding your own path versus like, oh, here's this one path that we've figured yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of money. Everybody go down that one. And I think that we're now we're in there. We're living in a time where there are enough alternatives. There are other options there. Yeah. First of all, you can get a four year degree online. You can just do it. You mm-hmm. don't need to go to college like the, the traditional experience. Yeah. If you want to just get the degree, you could do it all online or you can do like what you were alluding to earlier, some sort of combination of junior college or community college, get your prerequisites, then transfer to that fancy school that you maybe think the degree is worth more from, or they have that specialized program or whatever. Um, Those are viable options. Um, And then I also say that there's so many avenues to education, specialized education that, yeah, because I honestly think that 80% of what you learn in a four year program is fluff. Like, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's, that was ultimately why I left because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to learn how to use a camera and edit films and make videos. And the program I was in was very prestigious and it was a four year school. And they were like, this is, you know, we're like the top 10 communication school in the country and all this crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. When do I get a camera? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, like that would be like the second semester of your junior year. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, no, like, are you kidding me? Um, yeah, that's something I'm really grateful for. And like the program I was in for community college, it was like the school I went to, even though it was a community college, it was like top five with in the nation with four year schools for photography. Oh, and cool. They stuck a camera in your hands day one, and mm-hmm. it was like all hands-on, all like project-based. There was very little. That's awesome. Sitting in the classroom, like yeah. we still had to sit in the classroom and like learn a lot, of course. And I had to read like the history of photography and stuff. Yeah. That was like one class the first semester, and then my second year was all photojournalism, and that's all I did. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that's and, a great program. And oh, it was so stressful though. Really, Cody? The Bluetooth is still connected <laughs> to my phone. <laughs> but my program was so stressful because they crammed basically a four-year education into two years, and I didn't have summer breaks off. And I think... You were going dang. through summer? Yeah, like classes went through summer, and I'm pretty sure like um, around 50% of my class dropped out from like day one. So it's hard. Wow. It was so Like hard. Cody was talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was easy to get into, but super hard. To finish. Yes. What... So why didn't you get a, a like a bachelor's degree from that? Because it seems like you're you're actually doing all the work for it. Because I didn't go to a four year school. Just didn't they should have the right word. They just slap it and I know. Put, like, put, I took all the classes except for like the gen eds. I mean, I even took the gen eds, but not like the all of the required. Not all the artsy like, gen eds. Not like the history mm-hmm. of art, history of this. Like, I don't yeah. even remember my the gen useful eds, ones. But I yeah. have to take, like I don't remember that stuff. No. Yeah. I don't really. It, to me, it's it's like um, they're just inflating the price of admission with that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, oh, you need this. Like by making it harder to obtain the thing you ultimately want and making it a longer experience yeah. and a more expensive experience, it's just better for them. And yeah. it's all in the name of making you a more well-rounded citizen of the world. And I won't even get into like how I believe that um, the American university is basically just an indoctrination uh, <laughs> system. But... Um, largely on one side of the ideological spectrum, but, uh, beyond that, I just think it's a friggin' price gouge. And, yeah. Yeah. and there was a time where even if all those things were still true, 
it was still a worthwhile choice because that degree really would equate to something good. Um, so now it's like, well, it's not so much the case. And I think that, you know, if you're a parent and you're, you know, high school age kids, like you should really be stretching them to think about other options, you know, try to figure out this, this is why I like one, what we're doing with a lot of our clients that are in the education sphere is everything that they're talking about is introducing kids to the real world earlier, mm-hmm. right? right? Like tying everything that they learn in the classroom to its uh, ramifications in the real world, in a market economy, understanding what, like how a dollar works and how yeah. jobs work. Which is like, obviously, like it, why it are seemed, we, why yeah, yeah. Well, when you're an it adult seems, and you're in the marketplace, you're, you're like, like, why oh. did anyone tell me this? <laughs> Why did anyone never tell me like how credit works or yeah, how to like, like, why do we not learn that open stuff? a bank account or write a check? Like no one tells like you actual that. practical right. things and that you're going to be using in your real life. <laughs> yeah. And it's messed up. It's backwards to me. And so it's like, if education isn't designed to prepare us for life as an adult operating in an economy, then what is it for? You know what I mean? Like everything should be, uh, with that goal in mind, making you a person who's, you know, I think that there's there's great, amazing things about, you know, helping people to develop empathy and, you know, societal well-being and to be like a good citizen. All that I think is valuable. But ultimately, if it's not preparing you to be a <laughs> a productive member of society, then I don't understand the point. So and I think that there's other ways to do it. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, all too often the education system is trying to take the role of parents too much. I think it's trying to like mm-hmm. things that should be the the task or the role of parents in their children's lives, I think is all too often that those places are taken by the education system kind of without permission. Do you feel like uh, schools should have like less time, like like that there should be more? Well, but that's hard because <laughs> parents are teaching. I mean, parents are working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, often, here's, here's so. a really cool example. Just recently in New Hampshire, they implemented a new program called Learn Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the idea of it is exactly what I was just talking about. Kids are actually getting credit, excuse me, for um, real world experience. So they'll actually get credit like um, for going to a, a business and learning how the business operates. Wow. And oh. it's tied into the subjects that they're learning. Yeah. Like because there's math and science and all, all this tied in. Even like gym class, instead of just going to gym, you can actually get gym credit if you join an extracurricular sport, like AAU basketball or something. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're breaking the learning experience outside of the four walls of the school Mm -hmm. and and then applying credit to the education for that. And it's like, for me, I'm like, that's amazing. A, because it's making kids, it's giving them real world experience and making them better understanding and more prepared for the real world. Two B, <laughs> and also, <laughs> two. Um, <laughs> additionally, Z, <laughs> Z, um, the standardized model of education just doesn't work for a lot of kids. Yeah, a lot of kids. Most of them. Yeah, now. a lot. Of, a lot <laughs> of kids like. are like high energy, ADD, high anxiety, social anxiety. anxiety like now. there's all kinds of issues that don't lend themselves well to sitting in a classroom in a desk for six hours Mm -hmm. and just like copy pasting, you know, dictating what it says in the textbook under your test. Um, it's like, 
certain minds thrive in that environment. Yeah. Certain, certain kids learn really well like that, but a lot of them don't. And those are the ones that for some reason get written off as like dumb. When the truth is, is that they're not dumb. They have tons of value and skills and abilities that are unique to them that are just not being fostered or given a context yeah, in which they can thrive. me in school. Like I was a very average student, like C's, B's. Every now and then I got an A, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But it was, school is a struggle for me. And I, I definitely labeled myself as dumb because I wasn't getting the grades everyone else was. See, I that's was, terrible. Like was, yeah. you even think you take on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Identity that you feel. I compared myself to other people who like put in so little effort into right. like take some like classes. I'm like, I'm studying, I'm working hard, and like I'm not retaining any of this. Mm-hmm. Learn that We're way. literally giving kids at such a formative time of their lives a scale by which to grade their value, yeah. right? I'm, yeah. I'm a B student. He's like an all A student. He's better. You know what yeah. I mean? That's like, insane. Um, and they're taking that on early as opposed to like, yeah, no, you don't learn from books very well but when you went to that mechanic shop you freaking learned how to build an engine yeah (laughs) like Like when i went to school community when i went to school for photography and like i was doing projects and not in a classroom the whole time i went i was that a student all of a sudden yeah i was like holy crap were they giving you grades for that stuff too they were but i'm actually kind of okay at photography (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's cool because like snap (laughs) <laughs> exposing kids to as many different arenas of life as early on as possible. Right. It, 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 it starts to get them thinking and understanding what they re- what really does make them tick. That This oh, is one yeah. of the major issues with college right now. Statistics show, I think it's something like 45 to 50% of college graduates in 2021 would write on it, like on a survey that they have no idea what, what their career choice is. So oh, like after graduate, after yeah, well, Whoa. yeah, most people like don't take their actual degree and right. go so, into a field that has to so do with They that. just took the age 18 to 22, got themselves into God only knows how much debt, mm-hmm. went through how, whoever, whatever program that they felt they should go down when they were 18. Like what a crazy decision to make when you're 18. Um, and then they get on the other side of it and they're like, like hey, I graduated. I like, <laughs> right. So it's like something's wrong there. You know, like that level of investment in time um, should yield a, something more clear or it should be lower risk. Yeah, there's yeah. like growing up, I didn't know there were so many options for school. I remember like I didn't really I wasn't really aware of associate's degree or community college until my freshman year of high school. I always from a young age was like, I'm gonna get a four year degree. I'm gonna like go to school out of state. I might even get a master's. I'm gonna have a high level of education. Cause that's what my mom did. She got a, her, a master's degree. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. And I didn't have the grades for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like didn't have a passion in any like field that needed a higher level of, of education. And my mm. mom, she was the one who found the uh, program in state and I was so mad at myself for so long for like not getting a four-year degree and so mad for go- having to go to community college and I wow. wouldn't tell people I wouldn't tell people I went to community college yeah because yeah. I felt like they'd look down on me yeah there's a stigma for some reason but look at me now thriving <laughs> not in debt Woo! <laughs> so so I think that's a that's a you know <laughs> just he's looking at you now I'm looking at you now <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of a high level view of, of education in general and, and the college thing. But so if, if we wanted to speak about 
filmmaking specifically. Mm. I actually think there's more to be said. Well, I think that this will lead into it, and I just wanted to add one more yeah. kind of thought into the whole yes. um, education conversation, which is that I, I feel that one other piece that is people can find and do find pretty, I think fairly often at college is like some sort of like mentorship or like someone that you can really look up to and ask like questions. So like mm. you just like someone that is been through the, the, um, the journey that maybe you want to go down or like the experience, a lot of what you expect to experience, but can give you that kind of like, yeah, this is what I went through. And you know, this is how I would recommend you do this and this. Yeah. Is. Yeah. You're I, saying you can find that person in sometimes, sometimes? but, yeah. but, um, you can find other places too. And in, in my experience, out of high school, I knew I wanted to do something um, in terms of technology and coding or um, design. I, I, like I wanted to be creative. So I thought, okay, I think web design and web development is like the right career for me because it's really well paying. It's only gonna, you know, there's more increase in uh, looking forward. I'm like the next 10, yeah, 20 years, like everyone's not going anywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was like my plan and I, but I didn't know where to start, you know? And I also was like, I don't think that I need to go to college. I never wanted to go to college cause I didn't like school in general. Yeah. Um, and sitting in a classroom like you're talking about Cody. Um, but then, uh, I got connected with my cousin who is a lot older than me and, um, had been working at a company called lonely planet, uh, and then started a job at Facebook. And so he was, really established in his career as a web developer. And, um, and I started mentoring under him. He lived in a different state, but he would like, we'd Skype and he'd, um, and he was like guiding me through different classes that I needed to take online. I, I started taking a lot of classes and I learned a ton and then I, he would give me assignments and stuff, but just like that kind of personal connection guiding me towards a goal. And I felt like, okay, like for the first time I felt like, I'm actually going somewhere like I, this is attainable, Yeah. you know, and I felt like a direction and I feel like that's something that a lot of kids don't ever get. Um, especially in, um, when, when there's like, um, class and wealth gaps, you know, lower, uh, class don't have access to mentors. And so I think that there's a huge like disparity and, and problem there. Well, there's a really cool story. Um, there's an organization that my, my cousin's on the board of, and it's called Elevate New England. And, um, they're based on, or they, they created their program based on a program that was done in Denver. Um, and it was the lowest scoring, uh, county school district in Denver. Um, and they had like the lowest graduation rate, largest dropout rate, like just mm -hmm. the worst possible public school uh, district in, that they, maybe in like one of the worst in the country. And this guy recognized the problem that you're talking about, that there was, that most of these kids had nothing resembling a role model or mentor. And he knew that from his own life, not only was having mentors uh, so fundamental to his success, but equally as so was him mentoring others. Wow. So what he did was he said, well, why can't we create this 
kind of bracketed uh, system in the public education realm. So what he did was he created a, a, an elective class, you know, how in high school you could take like yeah. dr drama or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he built an elective program and what it was, was you would, um, let's just say that you're like in eighth grade. You would take this class and you would be assigned uh, an older student as a mentor. Mm -hmm. So it, it would be um, either like a volunteer for the organization or maybe even like an older high school student that was, you know, well-rounded and a good kid. Um, yeah. And then you were also given the task of mentoring someone younger in your, in your school district. So if you're like an eighth grade, you would be mentoring like a third grader. Wow. And so inevitably what it created was accountability on both sides. Mm -hmm. So you had someone who you were accountable to your mentor because your mentor is checking in on you. They're trying to make sure you're doing your homework or whatever, doing the things you need to do. So if you weren't doing it, you're going to be checked in on. Yeah. And see so it's someone pulling you to a higher level. But then also when you are given the, the, the task or the duty of looking after someone else, in some ways that's even more accountability yeah. because then you're truly letting someone down, right? Yeah. They're counting on you for their success. Yeah. So what it did was all of a sudden these students who were like apathetic, complacent, didn't care. They suddenly became like totally engaged mm -hmm. and they were like, they were being mentored and mentoring someone younger and the, all of the metrics of success of the school district like flipped and it became incredibly successful. And uh, so there's an organization that actually in, does this, implements this type of thing in certain school districts in New England. Wow. Uh, I think it's like in Lowell and Lawrence. And I think they were exploring getting it into Worcester. But anyways, all that to say is like, there's an idea that that idea, what they're doing in New Hampshire, there's so many ways to change Better the status the quo. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't have to stay in the same. <clears throat> yeah. Education reform is huge. You yeah. know, like we can do a lot better. And America's falling behind by, you know, all the metrics of, of education. Like you hear about it all the time. Like, Oh, China's killing us. Russia's killing us. Like, <laughs> um, and I think there's a lot of things that we could do to make it a lot better than it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so in terms of then that leading into filmmaking, mm -hmm. being, becoming a filmmaker, what do you guys feel like the best, route to take is to become a filmmaker. I mean, what's the most viable, you know, uh, in terms of your guys' experience now, like what would everyone recommend is like someone who wants to get into filmmaking. They haven't taken, they don't know the first step. What's, what's the first step to take? That's, a hard question. That's really <laughs> hard. Because like okay. What I would say is step one is go to the team Deacons podcast <laughs> and listen to episode one because they talk about this. So you have, you go to a different podcast. <laughs> stop listening to this. Yeah, turn this one off. Yeah. Cause you have, you have James and Roger Deacons <laughs> who are two the of the sweetest people. They're so sweet. And I just want to be friends with them. And they're wildly successful filmmakers in different areas of, of the craft. I mean, Roger Deacons is the most celebrated cinematographer of all time, basically. Yeah. Um, but they both tell their origin stories and the path that they took to, you know, finding where they fit in the filmmaking world. 
And and not just the first, uh, not to just love that podcast. But, <laughs> We're like, but, cool, listen to this one. That, well, I, that pretty much all of them are just story. Like yeah, when they interview people, it's, it's, just, stories, yeah. it's just it's how they got how into it. Yeah. Oh, so, that's cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a great I podcast. Definitely listen to it and just turn this off and go listen to that. Well, yeah. let's not do that. I, I might actually. <laughs> Shut up, Cody. I might don't just. Go, no, 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 no. I'll just bring Cody, it up. No, on my we're just going to not. Back to the rotary So here's the answer. Okay, but here's the takeaway. Okay. Um, it, it depends. It depends. And it, there's no right answer and there's no right path because any get a camera. Just get a camera. Well, I don't like that. Because I think, I don't know, because I feel like part of being, like, so much of being a filmmaker is personal. So it's going to, like, yeah. whatever type of filmmaker you are is going to come from where you came from. Mm. And it's going to be different for everyone. Mm. That's well yeah, said. Cause, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> You're talking about a, a visual medium and there is, and it's also such a diversified field. Like you could be any type you of could be person. Yeah. You can be more creative, more construct. Like there's, it has everything, a position yeah. for like everyone. Filmmaking, you could be a business person. You could be an accountant, mm -hmm. like a line producer or, yeah. or an executive producer. You can be, um, uh, an electrician. Yeah. You can be a construction manager. Like yeah. you can you be can, an art director. Yeah. Like there's any skill set. If you love clothes, you can be a wardrobe person. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, true. So like there's so many different there's things. so many different practices within the realm of filmmaking that um there's any number of formal education that would help any one of those fields. True. So there's that. But then if we're just talking about let's just say let's just take cinematography. Okay. You want to be a, a person who actually holds the camera lights and sets up a shot. Yeah. Um, you can certainly go to film school for that. There, you, no matter what, you're going to need to ed educate yourself about how a camera works. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, somehow or another, you're going to need to do that. So if that's in some sort of regimented structured program that you pay for and you have a professor who's teaching you those things, that's great. Or do you want to buy a, you know, $500 camera? Yeah. And That's or use your iPhone <laughs> and go on YouTube and yeah. watch endless streams of tutorials. You could also do that. Or if you want to uh, reach out to filmmakers that you respect that are in your area and you want to say, hey, like, I would love to just like PA on a project or shadow you. That's and the one that I feel like yeah. I would most strongly recommend is just like find people who are willing to Mentor give you, you the yeah. time of day yeah. and just say, I'll help you any Experience. way you can. Just let me yeah. PA for you. I'll, yep. I'll mm -hmm. carry your sandbags. Yep. You, <laughs> you learn. I, I think this is probably true. I think most, I would say most people who are in production specifically mm -hmm. would agree that they learned the most regardless of their education, just by being on set and, and yeah, by right. observing. Um, so, well, I learned a lot from Jono. I feel like I took a big jump when I came here and kind of mm -hmm. He was your mentor. Way under. I was like, John, you're yeah. my mentor now. <laughs> yeah. So he helped me a lot. But then I was also going to add that this is sort of off topic, not uh, though. Say it. Go for but it. But one of the things that I think has honestly helped me a lot is I played a lot of sports growing up and I was on like a basketball team. And so I know how to be on a team mm -hmm. very well. Wow, that's so that, cool. That was and the opposite for me. Really? Yeah, because I did a lot of individual sports. Uh, I played tennis and well, I did you're swimming. A photographer. And photography is very individual <laughs> yeah. sport like career, unlike video. So I had to like 
But it's wow. weird because I just recently realized how much I love, like how important a team is to me. And it, I all of a sudden realized like, yeah, obviously you grew up playing sports your whole life. Yeah, of course yeah. you like being on a team. <laughs> like, I don't know why it took me this long to like connect those. That's sick things. though. That's a great reflection so it is, children it's a very play, good play sports i mean you look at <laughs> if you look at the end of the credits of any movie the amount of people yeah, working exactly. together that it takes to put together like a, a feature person. film is like out of control um, yeah it's out of control it's honestly <laughs> i tried to control it recently but it, it's out <laughs> of <laughs> there it was i couldn't because it was out of control <laughs> couldn't put it back um, in the control <laughs> so you know to harken back to Roger Deakins, his story was really cool because he started as a documentary photographer. Photojournalism was his uh, thing. And he was in his early 20s and he grew up in Great Britain. And it was really interesting timing for him because he was in that stage of life like, oh, what do I want to do? You know, I like making images, but I just don't know what to do. Did he go to college? So, oh, sorry. <laughs> when he was when he was exploring his options and stuff, a friend of his said, "Hey, um, they're opening something called the International Film School in London. I think it was London, or something like that. And um, and I'm gonna apply, and you should too. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." And he looked into it, and he um, applied and got de declined. And so for some reason they actually allowed him to do like a interview after being uh, turned down. Um, I think cause it was like a new program they wanted to like still have people interested or whatever. So he went and they're like, yeah, we can't accept you this year for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. but, but they basically said, Hey, if you apply again, you'll be accepted next year. So he wow. spent a year doing photojournalism um, and then reapplied, got in. And what was really cool about this program it was it had to do with uh the the british government was really pushing to uh revitalize the arts in, yeah and they were actually pouring um federal money into that effort mm -hmm. so this format of this school sounds so cool and there's no way that you could do it now in this way but essentially what they would do is you would go in you would have very very little formal like hey this is how a camera works and this is how film works and like you would get like the baseline information but then they would just say here's the gear so here's like a 35 millimeter film camera or 16 millimeter film camera whatever and um here's a pile of money <laughs> each student was given a, uh, an, 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 allo pile? an allotment a budget of money yeah a physical pile <laughs> And <laughs> and they could do whatever they wanted. So they they that they seems, had, um, that seems like right. a fantasy. Seems <laughs> like, so, is that real? So what? Uh, like a lot of students. Let's just let's just say for for argument's sake, that it was like ten thousand dollars each. Uh, oh. um, each student could choose how to spend that money to make something, to make their films or whatever they whatever what the project they wanted to do. Jeez. And a lot of students would pool their money together to make something larger oh, together. So weird. Roger Deakins, while he was in film school. Came out, he graduated from that program having shot 15 films. Holy crap! Um, not all, wow. not all like full length features necessarily, so, but a lot of short films, a lot of documentaries. Yeah. And he just learned, he just like was just like, Yeah, I'll shoot your thing, I'll shoot your thing, and just like learned how to become a DP like that. And I'm like, That's so cool. Yeah, and his yeah. friends were like, I d directed six films, and I, you know what I mean? Like, they were just like yeah. getting all this experience because they just had money given to them to do it, which I think is like. Yeah. 
Cody, like you said, it's like a fantasy. Cody, can I have a pile of money? <laughs> yeah. Can I have a pile of money? I'll go make so, some money. Uh, I just thought that was such a cool <laughs> story. And then um, because of that experience, he transitioned into the real world very confidently. He was yeah. just right. like, the, the moment he had a real client, um, it's like he'd done it all before. Yeah, he was like, yeah, this with is real just, money and everything. Yeah, so it was like very, um, a very just well, cool transition. I mean, that's like part of the reason I chose the program that I went through is because an internship was like a required part of it, yeah. and they would like help you get an internship. And I knew an internship was the actual way mm. into anything. I knew the schooling probably wasn't just gonna be enough. Yeah, I knew an internship was like super important, and it was. Where'd you end up going? Oh, just this one place in Worcester. Um, <laughs> starts with a V. It sounds this is how votary. Votari? <laughs> Votari. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, but they were but uh they were asking him, like, you know, so you went to film school and look at you, how successful you are. Like, would you say that you should, everyone <laughs> you. should do that? And he, was, and he just had the same answer. He was like no, like really. he's like it worked for me but i got super lucky like i was he's like i was just in the right place at the right time yeah. where they were doing this that's always what it is experimental <laughs> program yeah but um but yeah i mean there's so many different avenues to learn it's Don't pretty cool it. because it's like turns out that we're in the right place at the right time too so <laughs> i think you literally just have to follow what feels right for you yeah. if it's school then go for school if it's not school then don't go for school your yeah. happiness comes first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only the only caveat I would put to that is just like I think there's an objectively uh, irresponsible <laughs> decision that you can make as it relates to certain school choices. Like oh, like just going to school. Yeah, like to go to like, school. Like yeah, just because you feel like it, it's like okay, um, like some people are afraid of the real world and stepping out into the real world. So they'll stay in school forever. Oh yeah. And they'll just yeah. be like, okay, I'm getting my master's yes. now. And I, cause they don't know what the next step is after. Mm -hmm. They're like, I I've guess more education. Yeah. Right. It's like, they're so <laughs> used to the education space. Yeah. yeah. Or like, that's what they've been told they should do. Like that's so, all they know yeah. is they think that's like the right choice or the so right way to go. Sometimes your feelings can lie to you. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think a lot of people yeah, aren't listening to the right feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, right I mean, thing. if I were to give <laughs> advice to any young person who's trying to figure it out, I would just say, don't rush the, the decision. Yeah. Expose yourself. Look, right now, there are <laughs> over $11 million available. <laughs> that, $11 million. I need to go back to school. Uh, <laughs> There are anything. over 11 million available <laughs> jobs in this country. So or, yeah, or even just like tell, just take a like take a year. So if you want to uh, get some get some <laughs> hands-on real-world experience, 11 million, you could <laughs> <laughs> cut to Jamin. Um, you can get a job. You can get a job if you want one, and you're a hard worker. You can get a job right now, and um, you can get a job and you can go to school at night. Or you can go. You can work and take an online class. Like you can, you can figure it out in a way that doesn't necessitate endless amounts of debt that you'll never yeah. scratch your way out of. Um, okay. And, and I would. <laughs> and I wouldn't, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't rush the decision, and I would also try to expose yourself to as many different things as you can <laughs> before you like choose a path. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one time, 
Uh, you exposed w- yourself to a few <laughs> things. Hey, whoa! <laughs> All right, you were on this a path. This has gotten. I remember when I was on a path <laughs> and I ran into you and you exposed yourself. Is that the story this we're gonna tell? Down a weird, <laughs> weird road. Um, um, what were you gonna say, Chad? <laughs> I can I can say something on exposing myself <laughs> to things. Sure. Is like I even though I went to school for photography and photojournalism, I took I was required two multimedia classes, and it was in the first multimedia class that um, I decided my internship was going to be at a video like a video production company because mm. like even though I was in school for photography, I was like I like this and now let me do this and it was like the exposure of that like is what maybe like the, the fact that i was forced to take that class that yeah. i was like super anxious about and didn't really want to do and i was like oh wait that's a much better story than the one i was gonna tell oh <laughs> yeah mine was i was just gonna say that when i was in middle school i uh, got went on a field trip to a fire truck place you almost <laughs> became a firefighter and i was like well this is cool but i don't want to be a firefighter so it didn't actually help. So you me. wanted to be a fire, a fire truck place, the fire truck store. <laughs> well, <laughs> I almost for a brief moment I was like, I'm gonna maybe be a nutritionist because I like food. Uh, I bet you can still be food. a nutritionist food, at yeah. the same time as being a filmmaker. Maybe. Wow. But then I was like, no, cameras. I mean, no. when you when you ask <laughs> when you ask most people, hey, how'd you get to where you are? You know, like it's more times than not, it's like a story of kind of like bouncing around until I oh, found yeah. the right place. Right. And that's Definitely. inevitable. Mm-hmm. I know like so few people, I, I can think of one friend in particular who he, and he started a program with a company while he was in high school, stayed th- in that program all through college, then got a job in that company as he graduated. And he's still there today. Like he, his just, like he didn't have to go. His to path school. just never deviated, but I'm like, he's the only person <laughs> I've ever known who's done that. Wow. Um, most people it's like, yeah, I did this for a while and then I didn't love that or I got laid off or whatever. And it's just like life takes you different places. So I just think that, um, try him, try it, try this, some, try some gotta, things. Gotta try them all. You just gotta try. do them all good. Try and try again. Try until you find something to make yeah, you I mean, happy. You know, you just, just do it. It's just education. Find something that you can do every day and not hate. I mean, it's nice to be <laughs> yourself. It's nice to be like wildly successful like we are to have everything figured out. Wait. Have millions of dollars? Yeah. I mean, look, there are there are millions, if not billions of people listening to this right now that are learning from what we have. And that's a share. metric that we can trust <laughs> in terms of success. Like votary success in terms of billions. In terms of people, I don't know if you can hit trillions, but uh, we might be there. If if <laughs> our viewership, if I would there say, are past people who are no longer living listening to this, <laughs> we could be in the trillions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they're probably just forced to listen to this though, because it's all the ghosts because <laughs> they have eternity to listen, and so they they're have like, to God, listen crap. to this podcast. That's I would point. say our viewership is out of control. <laughs> it's out of this world, honestly. <laughs> We're broadcasting in space now. Well, I think this is good because we started in a very silly, unhelpful place, and then there, there was a string of you know, there was a string of in the middle that this was, is the end. 
Yeah, I don't know. are we at the end? We're wrapping soon. Did yeah. you time it? Yeah, I did. Is it almost up? It's almost up. We're Wait, how much up. time? Tell me. I want an we exact have, time. All right, you want an exact time? I do. All right, you have seven minutes. What? How, oh, no, crap, how that didn't tell me. We time? haven't been recording for only yeah. seven minutes. No, you have seven minutes until I'm going to cut. For 50 minutes. What are we going to do for seven minutes? The podcast's over. We're just... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can Podcast's over? Oh uh, no! Whoa! What were? Wait! I a podcast feels. Wait! He's got old. an outro song. He's got an outro song. I'm so sorry. Podcast not over. Well, well, well. I would just like to say. Thank you for continuing. No, Tori's got something to say. I'm just gonna say. I'll play you out with the music. I'm happy I went to school because it was right for me. This is your your valedictorian. It led me to. This is your valedictorian graduation speech. Led me to where I am today. And now I hope to inspire all of you to to lead yourself to where you want to go today. You, you're talking okay. like the, the, the homeless drunk lady who wandered onto the stage want, at the graduation. I want everyone. Let's tell you college kids what's going on here. <laughs> I was once Do a, good things great good now. You go to school, you're going to be just like me. <laughs> all right, I want everyone to throw their headphones up in the air like graduation caps. Oh my God, don't break them. <laughs> Jamie, throw your actual hat. <laughs> Woo! We weren't we weren't allowed to throw our grab graduation <laughs> graduation <laughs> caps. We actually were not allowed to throw our graduation caps. I would have. Isn't that ridiculous? I don't think we were allowed to at high school graduation. All right, that's another votary podcast. We did it. Thanks for listening. Now you all know how uneducated we are. But we'll still make good videos. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.